Welcome to the Socialette Podcast, where we empower you with the marketing know-how you need to create the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a marketing nerd, Shiraz lover, and passport stamp collector. Join me as I dive into all things small business marketing and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Let's get learning. Welcome back to the Socialette Podcast. This is episode 55. Last episode, we looked at five massive mistakes you're making with your Facebook ads. If you missed that one, make sure you head back to the last episode and listen to that mistakes number one to five. This episode is part two, so some more mistakes that you're making with your Facebook ads that you probably don't realize you're making. Before we get stuck in, I want to let you know that I've reopened enrollments for my Facebook ads that flourish course. In fact, it's not even really a course. It's a complete step-by-step system that fills your email list with the right people, transforms them into raving fans, and nurtures them into paying customers or clients on autopilot. If you've been enjoying these episodes on Facebook ads this month, this is the perfect next step for you to start finally seeing some results from your Facebook ads and start growing your business on autopilot. Head over to stephtaylor.co forward slash course to find out more and sign up. All right, on to part two of the mistakes. So mistake number six, you're targeting the wrong people. Your Facebook ads targeting isn't something that you'll get spot on straight away. It takes a lot of testing, measuring, and adjusting to get it right. Choosing an audience that's too broad is the other mistake that you'll make with targeting. So logically, you'd think that a broad audience is better, right? Reaching more people means that more people buy, right? Wrong. With a large audience, your ads won't get shown to everyone, unless you have deep pockets, that is. You're wasting your budget by showing ads to people who are never going to buy your product in the first place. That said, you don't want to target too narrow of an audience either. If your audience is too narrow, your ads will be shown to the same people over and over again, which can really drive up your cost per result. Mistake number seven, you're not keeping an eye on your relevance score. What is a relevance score, you ask? Well, it's Facebook's way of telling you whether it thinks your ads will resonate with your audience or not. For the sake of simplicity, just think of it as the will your audience give a crap score. If people report or hide the ad, its relevance score will be lower. If people interact with the ad, the score goes up. If the ad achieves its objectives, so if it's more conversions for a conversion-optimized ad or if it's a traffic-optimized ad, this is clicks, then the score goes up. So why is your relevance score relevant? Aside from it being a great way to tell that you've got the right audience and the right content, it also affects the price you pay to reach people. Facebook wants to show the right ads to the right people at the right time. So if your ad has a high relevance score, then Facebook shows it to more people at a lower cost. If your relevance score was previously high, but it starts to drop, it's most likely a sign that you've exhausted your audience. So they've been shown your ad a few too many times. So this is somewhere where you would try refreshing your images or your copy, or you'd try testing a new audience here. Relevance score isn't a metric that you should look at in isolation. It's only one part of the picture, but it can give you some clues as to why your campaign isn't giving you the results you want. That said, it's not impossible to have a successful campaign with a lowish relevance score, but not too low. (laughs) I've run lead gen campaigns with relevance scores of three or four, 
and we've actually generated pretty high quality leads at a decent cost. So it's not the be all and end all, but definitely look at, look at it in conjunction with the other metrics and keep an eye on it. Facebook ads mistake number eight, your images suck. This usually goes one of two ways. Either you have stock photos with fake airbrushed models or B, you're using dimly lit blurry photos and it looks like amateur hour. Good product photography is definitely something to invest in in the early days. If you don't have a tangible product, there are plenty of good high quality styled stock photo websites with eye-catching images that aren't cheesy and that are appropriate for your audience. Otherwise, if you're a huge part of your brand, like if you're a consultant or if you offer your own services, I highly recommend getting a professional photo shoot done. It just makes you look that much more professional. Anyway, when you're picking your ad imagery, consistency is very important. So is the image you've picked consistent with your brand? Is it consistent with the landing page you're sending them to? The last thing you need is for your new website visitor to freak out and think that they've clicked the wrong link. Next time you're scrolling through your Facebook feed, take notice of the images that stand out to you. The ones that make you stop and actually take the time to read the ad. What do you like about them? What makes them stand out? And then how can you apply these concepts to your own ads? Mistake number nine, your ad copy doesn't have me convinced. A nice image and a solid headline might catch your audience's attention, but it's up to your copy to keep it. I don't know about you, but I usually read like maybe one, two sentences of each post on my feed, and if it doesn't grab my attention, I keep scrolling. This means you have one or two sentences to capture your audience's attention and hook them in. Use it wisely and make it count. Mistake number 10, you don't have product market fit. This one is a biggie and it's not really technically a Facebook ads mistake, but unfortunately it's way too common with entrepreneurs. We're passionate people, we fall in love with our ideas and we romanticize them. When we romanticize our ideas, often we forget to ask our audience if they actually need the product or if they want it. Sometimes when our Facebook ads aren't converting, it's easy to blame the platform. Like saying that Facebook ads don't work for your business, that's fine. But if you haven't tested your product, if you haven't actually gone and asked people in your target audience whether they need the product or if they want the product, then no amount of advertising will help you. And just a side note here, just because people say they want their product doesn't necessarily mean they'll actually put their money where their mouth is. So just make sure that you have product market fit before you start running ads. You can spend a fortune on advertising, but if you don't have product market fit, then you're wasting your time and your money. That's it for this episode and for the entire Facebook ad series. If you're really interested in stepping up your Facebook ads game so you can finally start seeing some real business growth, head to stephtaylor.co forward slash course to find out more about Facebook ads that flourish. Hit subscribe so you can get any new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app without you having to look for them. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please, I would love it if you could leave a rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcast. It means a huge amount to me. So love it if you could, please. Thank you. Catch you next time.